Champagne and Socks podcast. I'm Elisa. I have all my recording equipment set up, so I'm jumping on with probably a really quick episode. I keep feeling like I need to have a vast amount of things to talk to you about, which then puts off an episode when really I would be happier with going back to my five-minute weekly episodes. So it's Thursday and I have been going pretty well with getting knitting back in every day. Yeah, I've been knitting every day, so that's that's been good. And I I finished another pair of house slippers, same pattern, different yarn, and I made these in a men's size for my husband and I'm pretty happy with them. They fit, which is exciting and I actually have those in my basket by the door those a spare pair that I knit that I think my sister-in-law will wear and half of my daughter's pair because of course so I don't have any house slippers on the needles at the moment but I need to get another pair done because I think my mother-in-law will probably wear them so I'll probably cast some of those on soon and then I'm just going to knit a variety of ladies and men's sizes until I run out of slipper yarn. I have a fair bit there. And then I kind of might be happy to be done with this pattern, but it's a pretty easy pattern and it doesn't require much brain power. So I'm not ready yet to complain about it. The other weird thing that I did over the weekend was I pulled out old projects in my work basket that need finishing off. And when I say that's weird, I was just telling somebody else that the blanket that I'm working on, the log cabin, pretty sure I started that 15 years ago. And I just have decided that I'm going to finish off projects that are totally close to being done. So I have a few bits and pieces in the work basket that just need like sewing up. And obviously I think that's the most boring part. So I knit, I'm a process knitter probably. I knit, I put it aside, I move on. The log cabin project, I'm sure I've talked to you about it before. Back when this pattern was all the rage, it was a log cabin. You knit a square and cast off, and then you pick up stitches to knit another square and cast off, and then turn around the small square to get you the log cabin strips like a quilt pattern. It was all the rage in the early 2000s. I'm such a long time ago when I used to read a lot of knitting blogs. And... This particular blogger that I loved was totally into Blue Moon Fibre Arts, which is probably where I got my love for this dyer. And she took gorgeous photos, so I would always be wanting to do whatever she was doing. And she had a log cabin blanket there. And so I decided to do one of my own, and I, I bought a whole heap of their heavyweight in Socks at Rock and started. And then I must have put the project down before finishing it. And later on when I picked it up and I knit again, either my gauge was totally wrong or I had forgotten the exact number of rows per strip. And so I knit a whole heap more squares and when I went to sew them together, yeah, they were like two-thirds the size. So then I put the project aside because it was too upsetting and then I think... About when I was pregnant with my daughter, so four years ago, I unpicked everything and I can't remember what happened. I must have just unpicked the whole project to start again um, and then just given myself lots of small balls of this yarn. 
And sometime last year, late last year, I just decided to pick this project up and do it. And that's when I discovered that I didn't have enough yarn. Luckily, they still dye this particular colour and I got a special dye lot done of just the main colour. And I only got one extra skein, so I'm really hoping that I have enough yarn. But basically, I had had enough yarn for four times three lots of the blocks. So I was short four blocks to make it a square. So... Yeah, I just had a whole heap of these finished um, log cabin blocks. And over the weekend, I sewed them all together. The problem, of course, is because I'd knit half of them at one size and half of them at another size, and then I'd pulled them all out and then knit up new ones out of smaller balls of yarn, I have so many joined yarn ends. So many yarn ends to sew in. So again... The project went in the work basket. But over the weekend, I don't know, I just was in that kind of a headspace. And this is the thing, people joke about how many projects you pack to go away, but you just never know what kind of headspace you're going to be in for the kind of project that you're going to want. Do you want to do something intricate and that's going to require a whole heap of thought and you have the energy and thought for something really tricky? Like the hand-knit mittens, which I've knit one, but then didn't have the brain power to knit the other one, so it's been put aside. Or do you just want something completely brain-dead, like just garter stitch project or what? You know, like you just don't know. And very rarely am I in the headspace for working in my yarn ends. But over the weekend I was, and I started doing it. So I started sewing up all the blocks together, and I started working in the yarn ends. And I was just like, you know... I've been working on this project for a really, really long time. And back when I envisaged it, it was going to be this gorgeous lap blanket that was going to keep me warm. And then I just never finished the project. And so I've been without this finished item. And um, it's a asymmetrical log cabin deliberately so that I would have another pattern when I put piece together all the blocks that I thought would be really great to to be thrown over the side of a couch you know I just thought that would be really really pretty and I've just my perfectionism basically let me rephrase that my perfectionism plus my procrastination has gotten in the way and you know I'm really starting to explore the idea And when I say explore the idea, I kind of mean feel the emotions of being okay with not being perfect and, you know, that something can be finished or it can be perfect, but it can't be both. And that, you know, nobody is going to notice if this project is just, you know, not 100% perfect. And when I say, you know, what could be imperfect about it, I'm not 100% sure that the, the new dyed yarn will be exactly matching the old one because there's 15 years in between the dye lots and that maybe I needed to knit up all the squares first and then um, spread the new yarn blocks in between the old ones in some some kind of pattern so it didn't look weird instead of having, you know, the bottom quarter just being totally a different colour. But, you know, yeah, I could procrastinate on this for another five years or I could just finish it and have a blanket that's warm and maybe that will be okay. So pushing myself out of my comfort zone to finish this and be okay with that. So I've pieced half is finished and I've got that extra quarter pieced and now I'm knitting the final four blocks to have that final block done, that final quarter of the blanket knitted. And then I'm going to 
finished piecing it and winding all the yarn ends. And then I'm hoping to have enough of the darker colours left over to do a border because it's not, it's not quite big enough. It's actually ended up being bigger than I thought it was once I sewed everything together. But it probably needs a border just to stretch it out. And I really, really, really don't want to have to buy more yarn for this project. So we'll see what happens. I'm kind of thinking it'll just be picking up stitches around the edges and knitting. Maybe I'll just knit garter around it for a border, but we'll see what happens when I get there. So that's something that I'm working on, and I'm kind of looking forward to finishing things out of my work basket because my work basket is overflowing and that's just with the in-progress projects that I put in there so I'm pretty sure there are lots elsewhere and I'm really into working on finishing things that were started this year and also stash diving for anything new which leads me to being excited because today the first pattern for the Shawl Society Three, The Secret Garden drops. The Secret Garden is like one of my all-time favourite books. I love this book so much that I started reading it to my four-year-old, even though I'm sure it's way too old for her. And She very nicely sat there and pretended to, to care for a while and then told me that that was enough of that. Although the next day she did ask me if we were going to read more. And, you know, like that book is so hard because until she actually gets to the castle and discovers the garden, there's a, there's a lot of preamble, but... I think I might sit down and reread that book because I do love it. And I think it's where my love of gardening has come from. You can still sign up for the Shaw Society. I'm pretty sure the early bird pricing finishes today. But I think it's going to end up being about £15 plus VAT or GST for six patterns, I think it is. And you can grab it and join in I'll be looking at the pattern and trying to figure out what yarn I'm going to use so again I'm going to be stash diving for this uh, which is the only deal because I cannot buy any more yarn this year and I do know that you need two skeins of the main color and then one skein of the contrasting color which is going to be difficult for me because I pretty much only ever buy one skein of anything so I'm going to have to uh, see what I'm going to do. So I'm going to have a look at the, pa the pattern once it's dropped and then I'm going to figure out what I'm going to do. I am not beyond cannibalizing started projects either, so that'll give me a little bit of extra options, but I'm looking forward to it. I don't buy a lot of green, I don't think, so I don't know if I'll be going really literal in the garden theme, but we'll see. So I'm excited about that. That should be later tonight. So that'll be after I've recorded this podcast. I've also fished out some boring knitting, as I like to call it, which is just, you know, anything that's large streams of stockinette, because I am bringing back uh, reading and knitting at the same time. So I've got uh, at least one kid's jumper to finish and my faded cardi to finish the sleeves on which I think will be getting done very soon once I've finished my blanket uh, because I'm doing a lot of reading for my publishing company and so it's like the perfect excuse to be oh no no I'm totally working whilst knitting but also getting some knitting done and working so that's the plan and uh, I hope to have some very finished 
and modelled photos of garments soon because they are totally nearly finished. And so many socks, so many half-done socks, I can't even... So that's kind of where I'm at craft-wise. No mention of quilting because none has happened. And I'm almost vaguely thinking about going back in and doing some cross-stitching. So that's where my head is at, which I haven't been cross-stitching for... Well, I did cross-stitch since I've met my husband, but I've known him about 10 years now. So that's a bit weird and I don't know what that's about. But I have plenty of cross-stitching projects on the go, so it's not a problem if I decide to do that. But the kids were home last week with me and so I had planned a gardening project as a way of using some time constructively and being all educational. And we did a bit of gardening on my balcony here outside my bedroom. We planted a whole heap of different flavours of mint because I took my four-year-old with me to Bunnings and she got really into the different varieties of mint. I showed her how you can figure out the smell or the flavor of it by rubbing the leaf between your fingers. So now she was like doing that the whole time and we had to get like a chocolate one. So I have chocolate. I have a strawberries and cream, I think it's called, which um, I'm interested in trying in tea because um, I'm always on the hunt for a particular mint variety that I had when I was in Israel and we would drink it at work all the time. Somebody brought it in from home and they would just bring in huge sprigs of this and stick it in a jar on the table. Everyone would grab bits of it and stick it in a hot water and and that was what we would drink and it was delicious. Uh, And I've never been able to find it again. And yes, I've tried every variety that you're thinking of. Uh, So anyway, so I have three mint um, plants. Uh, We planted broccoli and we planted some flowers. So I've got a whole bunch of little pot plants out on my balcony, which hopefully will start blooming and flowering and being awesome I mulched this time because it's pretty windy up there and all the soil got dried out and nasty things happened to it so hopefully the mulch this time will help and we're moving into winter here so hopefully when I am unreliable with the watering the sky will be having my back that's what's on my needles I hope you have a really lovely weekend been listening to the champagne and socks podcast a podcast of all things craft you can now subscribe via itunes leave a review if you like join the craft circle and tell us what you're working on this week email me at champagne and socks at gmail.com or find me on twitter as champagne socks i'm over on ravelry as girly jones also find the ravelry group champagne and socks speak to you later